Welcome everybody to the Saintcast. What up? We're doing it. Saintcast episode three. That's right. This has just become like a normal thing now. We we are so podcasters. That's I just it's put so that on normal. my resume. Actually, <laughs> I just filled it out. Uh, we have with us this week finally David Stallnecker. Everybody, give it up. Yes. Um, give it up, David. Is, uh, you got to sing in our intro. <laughs> Dude, here's the thing. Whenever I sing, I always end up singing these other already taken songs. So we're going to get sued if oh, I okay. keep doing yeah, that. Yeah, we don't want to do ahead. that. I've been sued enough lately. I'm just saying. I don't need it. You hit your sue quota for the month. <laughs> <laughs> I hit my sue quota. Well, everybody, uh, we are firmly in shelter in place, quarantine life. And so as much as you may want us to not even talk about that at all, it's just sort of impossible not to right now, because that's just the life we're all living. As we speak, uh, we are not in the same room, us three. I'm looking at David uh, on a video camera, and he's got some kind of beach art behind him on a wall. And I'm looking at Mark Mornishi, who's got a fake picture of the Golden Gate Bridge behind him. Yep, and Adam Hendricks is living up to his old man Hendy nickname, and he can't get his video to work on his computer. <laughs> In my defense, neither Classic can Hendy. two IT department workers as well. So I feel like I... <laughs> okay, okay, Lori and your son Cohen don't count as IT workers. <laughs> That's good. You got him. All right. Uh, well, what if we start out this way again, just because this is our reality? I think everybody listening uh, has had a lot of conversation about this, but I'm just curious. For you two gentlemen, uh, what in this past two two weeks, uh, a couple of questions. The first question would just be, what has just sort of driven you the craziest, like made you most stir crazy? Just curious. David, your thoughts? Man, I, well, I thought this was going to be a walk in the park. Three weeks of just sitting in a house by myself or with just Alicia or just like three people. Um, I just thought it was going to be a walk in the park, but it has been way rougher than I thought. Just being stuck inside indoors with nothing to do. Right. I mean, I've played way too many video games. Um, <laughs> I still haven't won the Super Bowl in Madden, which is really depressing and frustrating. <laughs> so are you um, playing with the Raiders? As your team? Man, I am. Okay, well, there's, I am. therein lies the problem. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. But, yeah, I think just restlessness of being inside and just not being able to go anywhere is just, it's affected me more than I actually thought it would. Yeah, man. It is no walk in the park, and you literally can't even take a walk in the park either. So you're really in trouble. Yeah. How about you, Mark? I think for me, it is really hard balancing my at-home life and then my work life, which is now also my at-home life. Yes. Uh, It's just, okay, it's like, so I'll work from the kitchen table and then at just some magical hour, I'll just be like, okay, I'm done with work now and shut my computer. Like that's not, (laughs) that's something I should probably put in place, but it's something I'm not really doing. It's just like the the computer staying on email, staying open, especially in a time for us as a church where we're trying to really figure out what, how we can best communicate and stay 
you know, connected with our communities. And right. oftentimes that's not just the typical like, okay, nine to five, and then I can, you know, pick up the rest tomorrow. Because things are changing so quickly, I've kind of had to go into a little bit of overdrive um, with our church online platform and with all the Facebook Live stuff that we're doing for Sanctuary. So um, I think the hardest part for me is just having good work boundaries and not right. trying to overly work during this time. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, for me, I, I share a little bit of both of yours. Like David, I am uh, introvert. And so, you know, there, there are parts of this that I just assumed would be really easy because I can be at home, do my thing, write content, be with the fam. That, But that's proven to be harder than I thought. And then same with you, Mark. I, it's just weird uh, because I'm, I have pretty good boundaries with technology. I try to shut it off once I get home from work for the mm-hmm. most part. But yeah, it just feels like that's either nearly impossible or may not be the right thing for this season of life because um, it's just a different rhythm. And so, yeah, I haven't known when work start, starts and when it stops. Um, but I think for me, I mean, this is not a surprise, but uh, just <laughs> trying to work from home with three kids under the age of six mm. is yeah. nearly impossible. Uh, you guys can't hear right now cause I've got a pretty good microphone that blocks out noise, but I can hear some yelling in my living room. Jude's asleep. So that we're fine there, but yeah, so that's just been uh, pretty chaotic. So I just shout out to so many of you that are listening that I'm sure you've got your own challenges. Like maybe you have roommates, um, Maybe you don't have great devices that you can work from home. So who knows what all the issues are. Maybe you were a waiter or something at a restaurant and now you can't work. So uh, we just we just know all of these, these problems exist. Um, so just one more question and then we'll get into a, a, a little bit of a different conversation. But uh, so in the midst of this, what has been the most hopeful thing for you guys? Just to sort of flip that a little bit. Uh, let's start start with you, Mark, this time. I think the most hopeful thing has been how everyone has now accepted that people need connection to each other. I think during this time, I've seen so, so much around the community aspect of uh, relationships, church, businesses, you know, however you want to say it, it's just with, with people's immediate circles, it's so easily to fall into isolation. And so I think the most hopeful thing for me is seeing just people being real with each other and people being able to, I don't know, um, admit how they're doing, admit that this is a hard time for a lot of people, admit that it's scary. And then having authentic, uh, conversation around that. Uh, I feel like sometimes that gets lost in the normal day to day of just checking in with people, asking how people are doing. So I think that's been one of the most hopeful things for me. Yeah. 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 That's so good. I, I, I agree with that quite a bit. That's one of the most hopeful things for me. I, I think, you know, we've been having devotions every morning on Instagram live and something we've talked about, we've been looking at the Lord's prayer and we've just observed how the Lord's Prayer is all in communal language. Give us uh, our daily bread. Uh, forgive us. Um, and so in the midst of this isolation, I also have a lot of hope because I just see how connected we are as well. Obviously, 
uh, not as much as we want to be in in person and that hopefully will end uh, soon but just a reminder that we all share each other's burdens and we're all in this together and uh, yeah so I, I've just been really hopeful by for that and it's even funny uh, the only time I'm really getting outside right now is to take a little run around um, my neighborhood and I don't really get close to anybody it's sort of an awkward thing where like you see somebody and one of you goes <laughs> yeah. on the street and one of you stays yeah. on the sidewalk but even in that usually we'll connect uh sort of we'll meet each other's eyes and just give each other like a smile or a laugh or something because we just all know <laughs> we're all going through the same thing this sort of weird reality so mm-hmm. even that's just cool of like uh whether you're at the grocery store talking to to the uh cashier who you know, someone at your church, um, coworker, whatever it is, it's like, man, we are all bonding because we're going through the same thing. Yeah. It's almost like we have permission to then enter into conversation or admittance of community or even people's existence. I mean, when, when you were talking about just running around your neighborhood normally, like I'll never say hi to someone or people will rarely wave to me. And I'm usually the one right. trying to initiate the wave. But now it's like every time I walk by someone, every time there's someone with a dog, I'm like, oh, I wish I could pet your dog. And they're like, oh, we wish you could pet our dog too. <laughs> and it's almost like people are now forced to, uh, to actually kind of live in community with each other. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. Uh, is David with us right now? I think so. You're still here. Sure. Awesome. So how about for you, David? What's been one of the more hopeful things for you in this time? Uh, man, I think just what has been hopeful has just been um, just trying to see the good and of what could be in this situation has just been a chance to to really work on things that, um, I just haven't felt like I've had the chance to work on to create like some good habits in this season. Um, and because in a way I'm forced to create some good habits. Mm-hmm. Um, and in a way it's like, you know, these things over the past couple of months just feel like, I feel like things keep coming up. They keep, um, keeping me from being, you know, and, and it's, it's an, a lot of it's an excuse too, right? Like, well, some of it's just me taking responsibility, but um, just feeling like now there's no excuse. Like I can't say like, oh, well, I don't really have the time to right. start doing that, to start doing these things. Um, so that's what I'm, that's what, honestly what I'm just most, what's been awesome about this season and what I'm most hopeful for is just the ability to really dive into um, to th- these habits and these things that I want to do um, to just better myself as a, as a person, to just be more healthy, to be um, a better me that I can be. The better, the better me I can be. That's so good, dude. How, what would be, can you just give us one habit that you're dude, working on? Dude, one I've been right working now? on the last, uh, just like literally the last two days has actually been, um, getting up earlier, you know, um, you guys know I'm a, I'm Let's a, go. I'm a night owl. I I come alive at 7 PM and, um, don't stop, yeah. don't stop yeah. until, <laughs> the late hours of the night, um, and then show up to work in the mornings and I'm just a zombie. Um, but, uh, it's just been super, super cool. Um, uh, jumping in and getting a chance to do these, uh, good habits. I, I 
thinking of several habits I'm, I'm working on as well. For me, I recently told Lori, like, I have no excuse now to, to not become a runner because that's something I've talked about for a long time and I can't go to the gym right now. And so I've started, uh, getting my, my run on and it's been painful. Dude, that's so good. Yeah. I'm excited. I, well, excited might not be the right (laughs) word, (laughs) Yeah, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's something I've wanted to do. I used to be, uh, I didn't ever love running, but I used to run a lot. And now it's just like, man, this is something I can do every day outside like who doesn't want to be outside right now so uh, appreciate david bringing that up and just so you guys know david had to head to another meeting but we wanted to have him on for a little bit so oh we'll, he's we'll, not gonna be able to fill, fill shoot the outro usually he sings us <laughs> sings us out he's not gonna be able to do that this yeah, time that's that always happens dang it <laughs> we'll get a clip that's right that's right well let's uh let's just talk a little bit about uh sort of going off this idea of being hopeful uh, I'd love for us, Mark, now just you and me, to really dive in to uh, a segment that we want to do occasionally that we're going to call just process, yeah. where we talk about why we do things we do at Sank. Uh, so occasionally, maybe in the future, we'll talk about worship, or we'll talk about uh, life groups, or just different kind of things we just always do, and then we'll break down the process of it, sort of talk about the why, the how, and the what. Uh, but this week let's, let's do our first, uh, process segment and let's talk about our process for definitely the rest of March and maybe the first few weeks in April, just this, uh, shelter in place time. Let's break down our process for what we're doing now and talk about the why, the how, the what, and that way you guys can just know a, everything that we're going to be doing and have been doing for you and for our community during this time, but also just talk about the why and why it's important for us to do that. Yeah, that's good. Well, then I'll just kind of set up and lay out the landscape in which we're working from in case people are listening to this far off in the future. Uh, We are (laughs) in week 1.5 or two or so of shelter in place due to the COVID-19 virus. So what that means is, Basically, it's a it's kind of getting updated day to day on what kind of meetings we are allowed to have, what is deemed as essential, as in, uh, can we even go to work? What workplaces are deemed as essential? What are essential meetings? Uh, and so within the last two weeks, our context of within what a Sunday service can look like is now completely different. And what we're allowed to do during the week is also completely different. So two weeks ago would be a normal sanctuary service where we'd have, you know, our pre-service hangout from six to seven with food and people would show up and eat, hang out, uh, have our have coffee bar time. And then we'd get into our live worship and message from seven to eight. People would stay and hang out until about nine. Then we'd get cranky and kick them out because we are old. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but now we're not even allowed to meet on Sundays. And so That's right. that really sh- kind of changed uh, our thinking on, okay, how can we still have a, a time on Sundays where we can connect um, 
connect people to worship, connect people to prayer, connect people to a message and reflection about their lives in the context of, you know, how can I make that look more like Jesus? But then that also really got us thinking about midweek things as well. So not only did we re- have to rethink what Sunday nights look like, we also mm-hmm. felt a huge pressure on, oh, this is an awesome gift and opportunity to try to connect with our community during the week. So Adam, uh, you want to talk about some of the midweek stuff that that we've been doing too? Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Thanks for laying that landscape. That's a great point. Like someone might be listening to this in 2025 and they're like, what, what's, what's the deal? Uh, so that's really good. Yes. I, uh, exactly what you said. I think when we started having conversations of having to close sync, we just talked about the importance of our community and we just know how uh, meaningful it is to, to so many of you and for us as well. And so early on, you know, we just said we have to continue to, to have this somehow. And even we, we talked about this our first week of the podcast, we have to double down a little bit, or maybe it's last week we talked about that. Um, so we've just really had this double down mindset of like, how can we even press in even more as a community? So, you know, some of the, the midweek stuff that we've been doing is every morning at 9.30 a.m. on Instagram Live, we are having a little morning devotional, little Bible study. Uh, and that's just been a really cool time. Usually we've had, what, like 15 or 20 people, yep. not like a huge amount of us, but that's just a cool way for for a group of us to get together, read through a little passage, and pray together to start our day and just remember that we're not alone. So that's been really cool. We're obviously doing this podcast. This is just a little more long for form. Uh, we've got a lot of great ideas. Well, I don't know if they're great ideas, but we have a lot of ideas, ideas. going forward. And some of that, uh, some of those would be including you guys in these podcasts. Uh, we're sort of on a hold with some of those ideas because just uh, with technology, it's a little tricky to make right. this work. But that's something we're going to release every Wednesday. Obviously, you're listening to it. And uh, we're also just social media wise, we're really going to try and be more present there. That's something we've wanted to do for a while, but now we just want you to be able to hop on Instagram or Facebook at any time during the day and hopefully just have a little connection point Mm -hmm. with people. And so uh, I think today, actually, as we release this podcast today, David is going to be uh, on Instagram stories, sort of taking that over. And it's going to be a day in the life of David, uh, just so you can get to know him a little better. And then Mark and I will take our turns and maybe we'll even pass that off to one of you at some point of like, how can we just, uh, you can know us better. You can know what we're going through and vice versa. That's great. And I, I think that social media piece is really something that we've felt the burden for, for a while now, even before, right. uh, COVID kind of happened, it was, no, we, we want to try to leverage technology more via Facebook, social media, Instagram, uh, TikTok, all of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, dude, uh, I, I still got to get my uh, TikTok account, uh, up and running, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so luckily we have an awesome social media, 
uh, volunteer. Shout out to Cassidy. She's great. What up, Cassidy? And so she heads off our and leads our social media team and just trying to build into our daily rhythm, like you were saying, Adam, of how can we create a connection point? How can we create a platform or a space for people to um, either be appreciated and loved? We have so many great volunteers that, uh, you know, we could probably go through, you know, a year's worth of, of people just thanking them for what they do for, do at Sanctuary. Um, but also giving a place for people that are new to the community, um, a way to feel comfortable once they do come on a Sunday night, uh, a way to get a, get to know yeah, us a little bit great. more, get to know you and me and, at, or, and and David, but also just to see how warm and welcoming our community is. Uh, and I yeah. think that's especially needed during this time because we are so prone to isolation. And so, that's right. yeah, I've been loving those morning Bible studies um, for that connected reason, but also for you know, setting my day on a, on a good path, getting my mind in a good space, um, right. kind of centering myself, uh, around the positive, around the hope around, um, you know, joy or rejoicing during trials, if you will. And so that's been especially meaningful for me, but, uh, you and David and Casey, shout out to Casey too. Uh, you guys did an awesome Facebook live service this past Sunday. Do you want to walk us through that, Adam? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, that's something we just keep experimenting with. And I think we sort of hit a good stride this past week. Uh, we ended up doing it on stage. Uh, so it was sort of like a normal service. And just so you guys know, we are being super careful about the amount of people that are there. Um, Yeah. That's why I wasn't even, I wasn't even, I I wanted to be there, but I was like, I don't even know if I should go. We tried to go super bare bones on just who we thought was essential. Yep. Yeah, bare bones, and we're, uh, you know, occasionally I've I've made jokes about stuff, but uh, you know, this is really serious, and we we're trying to be super respectful, so we're just keeping uh, a lot of distance between each other. We had a uh, some Lysol wipes, which I know is hard to find right now, and we would just sort of wipe down everything any of us touched, like a keyboard or microphone or anything. So just know that, um, we're being really careful with that, but we, yeah, we went live, uh, like actual live, not just recording and, uh, had Keith Riley come in and talk about self-care versus soul care. And it was just a great conversation. And, and I think my favorite part of this, this goes back to what we've been talking about is, uh, the, the discussion that's taking place on Facebook. Uh, it, it's, it, it felt like a, a little bit of a community gathering, obviously not ideal because we're typing and just seeing our profile profile pics, but, uh, it just still feels like, Oh, we're gathering together. Uh, this is not just one of us. We're, we're here together. Um, so I, I'd love to just give, since we're, we're talking about the process, I'd love to give a little, uh, deeper why of, mm. of why this matters and especially I'm talking to those of you who honestly, like myself, maybe you're not really into social media. Maybe you are sick of screens, which is totally understandable. Uh, so I want to talk to you about why, uh, this is important. Um, maybe you prefer just to go on a Sunday, hear the great worship band, uh, hear a little talk and see, see your friends and have some food. And so now you're just like, well, that's over. I'll wait till it comes back. But I I just want to briefly talk about sort of a deeper theological underpinning of, of why this matters. And, and so, uh, I just want to look at, uh, a scripture you, you, you've probably heard it before. It takes place in Hebrews chapter 10 and it's, uh, 
verse 24. And we see this, Hebrews uh, says this, and let us consider uh, how to stir one another to love and good works. And it says in verse 25, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. And so, excuse me, uh, so this is a, a directive to the community of Christ, to us, the church. And we're told uh, to to stir one up one another, so encourage one another with love and good works. And then I, this line that speaks directly to us in modern day times, COVID quarantine, to not neglect to meet together, but encourage one another. And I think that directly applies to us. Uh, it's crazy when the Bible or scripture that was written so, so long ago uh, speaks to us in our times, you know? And so this is this is a time where we could easily neglect meeting together, partly because we can't physically meet together, uh, but it's just easier. It would be easier to isolate or to... Uh, just go about our our routine, our new routine, and work, and uh, talk on the phone to you know our friend or fa- friends or family. Uh, but we we hear this directive to us to not neglect meeting together. And so my encouragement, or sort of challenge, I guess, to you, especially especially if you normally don't go on social media or anything like that, is to really believe in this community and to really invest in it. And that can be something as silly as uh, just chiming in on social media. Uh, it could be a little more uh, in-depth by coming on Facebook Live on Sunday uh, and just chatting with others, praying with others. Uh, it could be serving. Uh, on our website right now, we've got a, a list, a doc that we've made of just different ways to serve the community uh, that we can we can link back to that again. Also, our church website, we're, we're doing the same thing. And so we'll put that on social media as well. But there's just all these different ways, even in this craziness, that we have to challenge ourselves to not neglect it, uh, to keep pouring in and diving in, doubling down. And so that's sort of my challenge to all of us is let's actually use this time to grow as a community, to be better. Uh, I mean, how cool would it be? If like, you know, two years from now, if we look back and we're just like, man, you know, you want to know the the time that sank grew the most, not just numbers wise, but just as a a culture and community. Oh, was, yeah, I remember is when we had that weird COVID thing and we just all learned how to really, really press into the community. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because I think when we come back in person, how how much more rich will this culture and right. community be if we've really learned how to press in during hard times? So, yeah, I think that this time it almost gives us uh, gives everyone equal permission to care for each other and to go out of their way to do nice things for each other. Hmm. I think so much in our culture, it's you know I want to do nice things, I want to be better, I want to do do good for others, but it will make me feel uncomfortable or it might make them feel uncomfortable if I do that. Hmm. And so during this time where we're all kind of in this weird, whether it's hurting or isolation or 
I don't know, needing just some kind of community or some kind of, um, of human interaction. It's really cool to see like in the chat, people that might not normally speak up during saying, um, they have their, you know, their voices being heard. And so I think this is a really cool time for people that are maybe coming to our, our young adults, you know, service on Sunday nights, um, and maybe not fully invested, fully bought in, this could be a great time for people to, again, press in, but also have some stake in the community, um, have a oh, voice good. and to kind of own, okay, I'm, you know, I'm a part of this, of this thing that is promoting doing nice things for other people, for being there for other people, for living and living a, a way of encouragement or living in, in a way that reflects, you know, love and joy during times of trials, just like Jesus did when he would go towards the people that were sick. Like that's, that's what we're right. trying to emulate as a community. And so this time almost gives people permission to go ahead and take that step and do so because we're trying to take a collective step as a community towards those that are hurting and those that need help. Yeah, dude, that's so good. That's so good. And I love that language of going towards, uh, pressing in, um, and, and you mentioned this, I, th- I want to say it was last week, but this is also what a great time to, to ask one of your friends to, to join you on Facebook yeah. live and check out your church. Uh, it's such a, an easy invite, mm-hmm. uh, because mm-hmm. you, they don't have to physically come if they're a little weirded out or skeptical about uh, Christianity or church, it's like they can just log on and you can even tell them, you say, Hey, just check it out for a little bit. If you don't like it, that's fine. Um, so even that, you know, it's like every area that we, we normally have with sync, uh, we still have those. It's not the same, of course, but we can Mm -hmm. still press in, in each of those areas. And one thing we have talked about, um, is this upcoming Sunday, we might try this out is even have like a Sankang <laughs> before a Facebook oh, yeah. live service. And so we haven't figured out the details of that. It could be like a Google hangout link that we send to people and we just sort of open it up and, you know, we could, uh, just talk a little bit, maybe do, do a little prayer, or, um, just check mm-hmm. in, mm-hmm. um, could be something like that. Maybe it's Facebook live. We don't know yet, but that could be an idea. But also, I was just going to say, I would love uh, you guys to give ideas because you're way smarter than me and probably yeah, a li- just a so, little so bit so smarter than the Mark. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. You're a little smarter than Mark, but it would just mountains uh, smarter <laughs> than me. So if you have ideas, maybe uh, you have ideas of how we could connect as a community, maybe you have ideas of how to utilize technology even more. We're sort of at a uh, just a, a, a really fun and exciting time to innovate. Mm-hmm. And so no idea is a bad idea at this point. So maybe uh, you could email us, Facebook, you know, there's so many ways to get a hold of us uh, on the website as well. So if you have an idea of let's just try it, let's see if it works. And uh, that's that's sort of been our philosophy is um, let's see how, how what works and we'll keep doing it. That's so good, man. Yeah. Well, uh, any, any parting thoughts from you, Mark, as we, uh, sign off on our third podcast on our third podcast, man, we're going to look back at this and be like, listen to our third podcast. We thought we were so smart or something like that. <laughs> like yes. Yeah. When we're on later. our like 500th podcast. Exactly. Yeah. We'll be like, 
we were just novices. Oh, I do have one parting thought. If you've never done this before, this is one of my favorite things to do with podcasts. If I'm just having like a bad oh, come on. <clears throat> a bad day <laughs> and I just need a quick laugh. Uh it, no joke. This literally makes me laugh every time. Is I'll just take a podcast and I'll put it on half speed on on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And it just, no joke, I don't know what it is. It just cracks me up. So you should put us on half speed and uh, it sounds awesome. It's hilarious. <laughs> or two times speed. That's pretty good too. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I really have anything more so than what we covered already. I just want to continue to encourage people to take a step, whether that's take a step and do something nice for someone else, um, call someone, you know, FaceTime someone, really check in, be open, be authentic with how, how you're really doing. Uh, or if, if you are in need of, of help or a need of someone to talk to, then reach out to us, reach out to, you know, email us, uh, Go on, go on our website. Like Adam said earlier, there's plenty of ways to get a hold of us. But That's right. uh, our biggest hope for this time is again, we're we're kind of given this gift. Adam kind of alluded to this mm-hmm. earlier. It's it's almost a, a gift of we can reset and we can kind of define something new for ourselves. To uh, right. def- define a new day to day, a new way to connect, you know, into community, a new way to experience Jesus on on Sundays or, or during the week, and so. I would love to see our community take a step forward in um, really being there for each other. And then through that unity, being able to be united in trying to change and make a, a, be- a bigger and better good in the Bay Area itself. Whether yes. that's through service together, we have a link right now on our website for a Google Doc that people are you know signing up to just go and do things for nice people. And so, or go and do things for other people. So, um, yeah. Yeah, dude. I love that. That that feels like a benediction and a challenge. I love it. Uh, and and also too, I just want to point out, if you, if you have any ideas, like I said, uh, like we said, just let us know. If you, if you have any complaints for how things are working, you can just uh, email us at dstallnecker at menlo.church. Yep. That's right. dstallnecker. Yeah, that's Yep. We'll take care of them. Don't you worry. Just send them there. Uh, but man, it's been so good. Thank you guys for joining us again. Uh, man, what a cool season to be able to do this together. And uh, thankful for you, Mark. Thankful for D Stallnecker that's not here right now. Yeah. Thanks, Adam. And uh, yeah, man. Appreciate and you. Uh, look for the next podcast next Wednesday. All right. All right, everybody, stay safe. See you guys. Yeah.